0: If there is one topic that I know we will need to cover over and over and over in the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast, it's this topic. It's the topic of our mindset in tackling the battle that goes on in our mind. The self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, can I really do this? Am I really called to do this? We are going to have to have some hard conversations about our mind and me included. And I'm telling you this because I need edification in my mind and my spirit too. I am on the battlefield with you. Together, we have to be on the battlefield of controlling our thoughts and making sure that we have the ammunition to fire away at these darts that come straight to our mind to break down our self-esteem, to break down our confidence, to make us feel so unworthy of what God has called us to do, to make us feel so overwhelmed at the task that is before us. And so I will say this over and over and over again. I do not take this podcast lightly. I do not take the opportunity of connecting with teachers lightly. We have to stay united. We have to build each other up. We are in the forefront of a major war when it comes not just to what's happening in our world, what's happening in our schools. It's what's happening to our soul. It's the attacks that we feel because we are about to step out and make the biggest impact. Our influences are being used for good. And so together, we're going to work on our mindset. In order to step out and build a business, build the school of your dreams, you must learn how to overcome the limiting beliefs. And not just once, but over and over And over again. So gear up. This is what we're going to tackle today. Get yourself armored up, sister friend, teacher friend, because it's happening. Today, it's time to get our mind right. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Oh, I am so ready to dive into this mindset topic today. I also want to remind you to go to www.teachersletyourlightshine. The link is in the show notes. Go there and register to be notified when our website goes live, which will be this Friday, November 5th. But if you get on the wait list beforehand, you're going to be entered in for an opportunity to receive free coaching, which I'm super excited about. And I hope that you are as well, because it will be a wonderful opportunity for us to talk over the phone, over zoom, whichever you prefer. So I can help you wherever you are. I'm going to meet you where you are, help you transition, help you overcome fears, answer your questions about what's next in your teacher journey and help you. If you're wanting to build a homeschooling business, help you get that started. So head on over there, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com. The website goes live November 5th, this Friday, and then I will be drawing next week. So as we get started in talking about our mindset, I want you to please know that I am not talking at you. I'm talking with you, in a sense. Just imagine me sitting on a nice comfy couch discussing all the the fears and the setbacks and the issues that we face in our mind. And I'm pouring my heart out to you and you're pouring your heart out to me and we're just battling this together because I understand the darkness that comes with trying to make a change, the fuzzy feelings, the confusion. I understand how that feels. I understand the fears The, I feel as if I'm going to throw up making a decision, the tears, the sweating, the overwhelming anxious feelings, I understand. And I still get them. Anytime that I changed schools, changed grade levels, moved cities, moved states, changed my position from elementary to becoming an instructional coach to starting a homeschooling business to getting my master's, getting an extra job on the side, going to conferences where I didn't know anybody, going to seminars, sitting by myself, trying to figure things out so that I could be better as a teacher, better as a mother. The times that I would get up on stage and teach other people, all of this was hard. And starting the school in the midst of a pandemic Two months before school started, having no idea even what to do, but just having a dream, like a legitimate dream. And it wasn't, Mackenzie, open up a school. It wasn't like that. It was a dream that I saw my daughter outside. I was in a house and there were all of these children playing and the doors started closing. And I said, God, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. All of the doors are closing. And he said in the dream, kids, you'll always be successful with kids. And I woke up and I knew, oh my goodness, I think I need to have kids over at my house. I'm going to see if I can homeschool. I'm going to see if I can homeschool other kids, but I've never done this before. I don't know what to do. Now I've got to tell my job. I'm not coming back. I get it. And then the school started growing and then God called me to make this podcast, to put my voice out into the world, knowing that there's going to be opinions, knowing that there's going to be people say things, knowing that I'm going to go against the status quo, knowing that all of my friends are still in the school system, and they're probably looking at me going, say, what? Oh, well, I knew you were going to make a school, but now you're going to make a podcast about a school and now you're going to do. And all of those thoughts could have kept me in my safe little place. But I'm here to say that stepping out has been the biggest blessing. And it's going to be for you as well when you stand up and know that you are worthy of the calling that you have been given. You are so worthy. Of course, you're going to have all of these thoughts and fears because you're getting ready to possibly do something that you've never done before. And I will say this, of all of those experiences that I shared with you, I was my own worst enemy. I allowed those thoughts To hold me captive. To make me unsettled. To make me fearful. Because every time that I stepped out to do what I thought I could never do, I've had the biggest outpour of support. I've had the greatest feelings of joy. The most clarity. Than ever before. So please know that you are so not alone. you are not alone and you'll never be alone. There's always going to be a group of people or a person who is going to help you and hold your hand and motivate you and cheer you on. and if you can't find anybody, then by golly, you find me. You know where to reach me. You can find me through Facebook, you can send me an instant message. You know that this podcast is here and we're doing this together. I encourage you from this moment today, that when you get off this podcast, you go to the library, you go to Amazon, you find yourself a book that's going to help you personally develop yourself. I encourage you. That's exactly what I did, by the way. I got on Amazon and I would Thought I'm going to look up books about fear, about change, about transitions, because I need help with that myself. And yes, I have a school and yes, it's established and yes, it's going great. And I've hired someone and I've got the podcast, but I know that I'm in a pivotal moment as well. I'm thinking about growing my school even larger, finding another place, reaching out to have more of an influence for teachers and children and families. And that puts me at an uncomfortable position as well. So I know that I am getting ready to face a lot of unknowns. And so in order to do that, I got to be prayed up and I have to get my mind ready. And I need to make sure that what's going into my ears is positive and uplifting because it says in the word, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god i've got to keep my faith up and no i can't just be watching a bunch of youtube videos and following everybody else i need to make sure that i am staying in the word reading and strengthening my mindset and i want you to know that i am praying for you i have so many people that have reached out to me i'm meeting with teachers i'm talking to teachers. People are sending me messages. I know your names. And I am praying for you. And I'm praying for our community. That we can rise up and that we get the guts to do what God is calling us to do. How are we going to live our lives? Are we going to be a slave to fear? Or are we going to say, I'm not going to be bound by this? I'm going to do it scared. We have to know. Who we are and what we want. That's first and foremost. Who we are and what we want. And if you need to spend some time getting very clear on that, I encourage you to do so. And it's not just a once in a lifetime. This is who I am and this is what I want. It comes in seasons. It comes in stages. So you always have to be willing to say to yourself, is this really what I want? You know, take these next two months of 2021 and pour into your growth, your motivation, your mindset. Give yourself a gift. Because if you are struggling with self-doubt, it's gotta move. If you're feeling despair, if you're worried that if you start this homeschooling business or you start your dream school that you're gonna have financial ruin, if you're afraid, if you're anxious, if you're feeling like, can I really do this? Am I supposed to do this? Can I really leave? You're never, ever going to feel like doing the hard thing. I never feel like going running. I never feel like doing it. I never feel like having a hard conversation. I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. I never felt ready To go tell my principal that I was leaving a really great position as a coach that I absolutely loved with people that I enjoyed being around. I was not ready for that. I wasn't ready to tell my family that I was going to move halfway across the country. I wasn't ready to move away from my sister. I'm not ready to watch my kids grow up and knowing that in a handful of years my daughter is going to be possibly leaving. I'm not ready for that, but I've got to get ready for it because I can do hard things and you can do hard things too. It's coming, baby. It's coming. And we have to self-monitor and focus on what matters. And that is controlling our thoughts because it controls our actions. Second Corinthians 10.5 says, cast down every high thought and imagination Against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Casting down high thoughts and imaginations contrary to the Word of God when you know that these thoughts are coming to you, and if you are not keeping them captive, they will run rampant through your mind. You have to make sure, me included that we are monitoring what is coming into our mind, the thoughts that we are having, and we take the time to take them captive. Another scripture that I have been thinking about lately is a scripture about worthiness, because I've never really thought about how unworthy I've considered myself, how unworthy I have thought of myself thinking, You'll never be successful at building this school. You're never really going to be able to do that. If you do, you're going to have to take a major pay cut. If you do, everyone's going to talk about you. What's everybody going to say about me? Oh no, they're going to be mad at me. What if I fail? What if this doesn't really work out? I'm not worthy of really being able to teach the way I want to. I'm not worthy of being able to watch my daughter grow. I'm not worthy of being able to sit beside her and and grow along with her. I'm not worthy to do this out of my house. I'm not worthy to teach from home. And I didn't realize I wasn't actually saying I'm not worthy, but really all of these thoughts were showing me that I feel unworthy. I feel unworthy of the calling that God has given to me. And I know I'm not alone because I receive so many messages on a daily basis about this. And I was taking a walk the other day, and I was saying, I am worthy. God, help me to really believe that, that I am worthy. And I'm just meditating on that, and I'm walking. And right before I walked through my garage door, I heard the verse from Ephesians 4.1. As a prisoner of the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling that you have received. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Everything's going great in life, it seems like. Everybody just is enjoying their time, making sure everyone is comfortable where they are in their career. But oh boy, when someone challenges the status quo, ooh-wee, mm-mm-mm. But guess what? We're called to challenge the established ways of doing things. We have to join the fight against the status quo. The way that the world wants us to do things is in direct opposition of how God wants us to do it. And in order to really know how worthy we are of this calling to be able to actually build a school of as little and as many children as you want, do you know how special that is? That is so special. We have to continue humbling ourselves and realizing that we can't do this without God. And it's going to have some long suffering involved. The word tells us that there are people who suffer for a, a very long time. But even when they're tired, they continue to persevere with patience and endurance with steadfastness, with perseverance. And we need to be reminded of this. When the mountain seems too tall to even climb up, so we're just not even going to put our shoes on. It's just, we just can't do it. Or the race seems so long, we can't even take the first step because we've already been defeated in our minds. We also have to walk worthy without fear, without being overwhelmed to where we are paralyzed. Sometimes we are going to be overwhelmed. Sometimes there are going to be high standards that are set before us. So how can we walk worthy of our calling when we're struggling and we're having a really hard time being consistent, finding quiet time and finding quiet time to spend with God and what he is calling us to do. But here's the thing. When we are Trying to walk worthy, we're feeling unworthy. We don't have to do it alone. If you remember all of the people, or maybe you don't, because I don't, I don't remember them all. I have to be constantly reminded that when people were called in the Bible to a really big job, God always gave them encouragement. And you know, anytime that I'm feeling as if the task is too large, I will just cry out to God and I'll just continue to ask him, Father, please deliver me from this. Please help me push through. Please help me find a way to make this happen. Please help me, Father. He will send a person. He will send a text message. He will send a podcast. But we have to ask him. And I get caught up in that too, trying to figure it out myself, trying to make my to-do list, trying to plan it all out. We have to be led by the Spirit. And in order to do that, we have to make time to be led. God knows how scared we are to try new things. That's why all throughout the scriptures, when he would call Moses, Noah, Jeremiah, Nehemiah, the Savior, Paul, every single person in that scripture had to do really hard, big, scary things. And you might say, well, those are the people in the scriptures. Well, let me remind you that they're just like me and you. And they were written in a very prominent, important book. But we have a book to write to. We have a legacy and God is not just concerned with us. He's concerned with our generation. God promises us, just like he did Moses, that he would be whatever he needs to be and able to fulfill this mission. When Joshua had to step up and fill Moses' very big shoes as a leader, God gave him encouragement. God reminds us that we do have the power to be strong and depend on his word. When Jeremiah was scared to speak out against the people, God gave him this. Do not be afraid, for I am with you to deliver you. And it's the same thing for you and the same thing for us. We can also walk worthy in our calling when we're united because we can create a united force with one another. In the month of November, I really feel led to helping each and every one of us move past fear. We look at the end of the year and we think about this whole new year coming and all of the activities and goals and aspirations that we have. And although it may feel incredibly difficult or it may feel scary to make a change, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. You know where to find me. I'll be waiting to hear from you and continue to encourage the people that have been brought into my life. And I need you just as much as you need me. As we start something new and pave a way for the future and for the generations to come while we leave a legacy to make education so much different and to bring back the joy for children and their learning. Don't forget to go to www.teachersletyourlightshine. I look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way, because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.